0: to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy!
1: Today, I would like to talk to you about sacral chakra. What is sacral chakra?
0: Sure. Um, Sacral chakra is the lowest of your... Feminine chakras, right? Um, it is the first aspect of divine femininity that you've came, you've come here to practice. Um, it is one of your lower um, chakras, so it is part of the lower loop of your chakras, so the the red through the yellow,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and thus it is a chakra that enables you to successfully exist within this material third dimensional world. So without it, you would find a really, you would find it a really hard, like you'd have a really hard time belonging to this dimension in the first place, Hmm. let alone thriving in this dimension, right? Yeah. Um, So the sacral is the chakra that um, enables you to enjoy your journey, enjoy your life, accept it for what it is, be grateful what it is savor the moment carpe diem sees the day Um, it is your center of pleasure and and center of sensuality as well as sexuality Um, it is your uh, thus your center of enjoyment um, of the self and the other it is your center of relationships to yourself and to other beings it is your center of how you relate to your own physical body as well as well as the concept of self that you have
1: Mm -hmm. so it's not self-love though right it's no
0: it's different it's self-assessment kind of Mm -hmm.
1: yeah so i kind of i'm okay with my body
0: yeah kind of like the things that you know to be true about yourself Mm. which is not uh yeah which is not necessarily self-love yeah yeah it It could actually be self-hate (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: okay awesome uh so it's a quick overview right and um um,
0: yeah it is also your central freedom of adventure of um like that thirst for new experiences um
1: yeah so it's a lot of things right um i just wonder how how does kind of it contains all these things like is it like different parts of the chakra is responsible for this different qualities like
0: no not necessarily but if you think about it right like i mean we're talking very rudimentary clusterization of human energy right there are just seven uh, seven centers and within the seven centers you're trying to fit in all of the stuff that represents all of existence and my mind you right not only that but your whole physicality needs to fit within the first three centers and mm. if you think about it there is a whole lot to your physicality right so each of these centers has to be multifaceted or it cannot be a container for all of your physicality hmm. we would need 300 centers if right. we were to split hairs so that's the whole point like if that's your only lower dimensional feminine chakra so, yeah, it has to encompass all of the lower dimensional feminine aspects.
1: Huh. That's so interesting. Uh, does it mean that it's like an onion that has many layers? Or Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and how does the ana- anatomy of this chakra look like?
0: Um, I would say that this one is probably the easiest... Uh, the easiest to imagine would be like a flower like um you know a flower like a rose Mm -hmm. with a few petals that Mm. would probably be like the the best energetic um expression
1: interesting i I think that um sacral chakra i don't know how many i don't remember how many petals Uh, it has like five six six right Not
0: that that matters yeah
1: Um, it just doesn't
0: really mean anything to to you guys, but oh, Mm -hmm. can I say something? Yeah, so, um, you know, there is the mother, maiden, and the crone,
1: yeah, Mm -hmm. the archetype,
0: the archetypes, yeah. So, the sacral would be your like lover, um, like it would represent you like your lover archetype, but also going into, um, like lover like the lover and the the transition between lover and the mother. And then your green is going to be the mother. But at the same time, your sacral also represents your maiden, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense.
2: Mm. Which
0: is why it's such a complex chakra, right? And then the crone is your third eye. Yeah. Right? Um, And just the fact that you have to fit in both the maiden and the lover into one chakra already implies that it's incredibly higher dimensional. And so the aspect of the maiden is that aspect of innocence and adventure and curiosity and the need to know, that's all in your sacral, but also like that true enjoyment. You know how like um like children mm-hmm. um are really, really good at like enjoying the little things in life? Like you could put them in the grass and they're gonna watch a butterfly for thirty minutes. Yeah. But like put an adult in the, in the grass and, and, and attempt to have them watch a butterfly for 30 minutes and you're gonna have a real hard time because the, the adult is going to be like, "What? I, I need wh- what am I doing here?" right? And so kids are incredibly better at enjoying the moment and living in the moment and exploring an and adventure. And that is the aspect of the sacral that belongs to the maiden. And then, of course, the lover is the sexuality, which is that next aspect uh, uh, of, of the sacral. And then part of the lover is also the, the creator aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it is, it is a diverse, all-encompassing chakra. What am I going to tell you? Hmm. What can I say?
1: Interesting. And uh, if, if you look at the um, humanity level, uh, how open or how close this
0: chakra um about 60 percent 60 65 percent open
1: Uh uh-huh interesting and uh what are the main uh, reasons uh, why it's closed
0: the main reason is the absence of self-acceptance i would say that's the number one Hmm. there are a whole lot of things that you don't Um, appreciate about yourself and who you are so there is a lot a lot of comparing yourself to others blaming yourself for things that you didn't have or couldn't do or couldn't accomplish and uh, just like those vicious cycles of like not being enough not being worthy of stuff i would say that's probably the number one um yeah and from that stems everything else but that's really the root root cause
1: that's so interesting, and
0: um, it's like not really recognizing your own potential, your own uniqueness, and your own value, because you compare yourself too much
1: huh. to there, others. Is there uh, maybe, or maybe other many, maybe some root cause issues of that uh, that are like you know the main ones on this planet, why you don't appreciate yourself
0: well two two main reasons again Mm -hmm. like the first is that energy of comparison and you compare yourself to the people that you see on tv and in social media and everywhere else and especially like as far as like body image is concerned like in general like you can you compare yourself to the people that are known for like being good at something right like if you're i don't know like if we're talking looks like you tend to compare yourself to like Models, actors, actresses, like famous people that happen to be rich and happen to have plastic surgery access and things like that, right? Or like you compare yourself to people on Instagram that have photoshopped and filtered their image, but you don't know that, of course. Or you compare your version of life to somebody else's version of life, but of course you don't see the, you know, either their blood, sweat and tears or the fact they have a crappy marriage or the fact that they just, you know... um, took out a huge loan to be able to buy a new car so they can take pictures of it for social media, if that makes sense, right? So like the energy of comparison is the first root cause. Uh, Because you, yeah, or like even like say say you're in business, right? You run a company and you would be looking at Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos like that have really made fortunes. And then obviously in comparison to them, you look inadequate. Hmm. right yeah and so this energy of comparison really breeds the first number one thing that it breeds is the unhappiness with yourself your own path your own speed at how you move your own um, capacity for creating change intellect looks all of it you name it and as as a part of that what that does is it messes up the flow of your sacral which is your creative energy so in fact, it makes things worse, not better because your creative energies are now not accessible to you. And the only way you create a better life for yourself is through your creative energies and through your sacral. Like that has to work. I'm not saying this is the only energy that you need, but the, you like you can't be fully abundant unless you have that energy. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and the second aspect, the second root cause is Conditioning is because you've been told by a lot of different individuals that you're not perfect and change this and change that. And maybe like, or like grading system in schools is a system of conditioning where you are assigned value based on how well you know something or not. Same thing, competitive sports. Like a lot of kids play sports. That's like normal, right? Mm -hmm. Now, very often you don't succeed in a particular sport, right? Because... Maybe you're not meant to or maybe your, your parents really just wanted you to play this sport and you wanted to play something else and they didn't listen to you. right? So like there is a lot of um, a lot of that conditioning of where you're being rated or graded um, in a way that does not necessarily make you feel good. But also that conditioning where you're too much shaped by your parents, your teachers, the society and who you are. So your locus of control is external, right? You're looking into the external world to validate you and also to tell you how to behave. That is what you've been conditioned to do. The whole system of education is about that. Instead of looking within and making your own choices.
2: Hmm.
0: Your parents have made a whole lot of choices for you right more often than not your parents make all the choices for you to a point when they put a plate in front of your nose and you're like i don't want to eat that they're like well that's the only thing that you're gonna have and you should eat that right like not even that level of choice exists for most people Mm. like your choice is being taken away from i don't know the gifts that they give you for holidays you might have asked for one thing, but you've gotten another, like your choice was taken away from you <laughs> to the clothing that you wear because your mom said so, and you really didn't like those sneakers, but she bought you those because they were practical or whatever, right? To, um, you know, the school that you go into very often, like your parents select that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like there's a, a lot of these choices are being taken away from you, right? So how can you be self-expressed? Hmm if you're not enabled to be self-expressed through conditioning that's
1: interesting because i think that a lot of people think that uh, you kind of spoil uh, your child if you do everything that he or she asks right
0: (laughs) well yes that is a core belief
1: it's a belief right it
0: is a belief whether that's correct or not remains to be seen
1: yeah <laughs> maybe uh, there are a couple of examples and then people are like look at this and maybe it's not even the real story <laughs> so but the
0: correct the correct way to bring up a child from this perspective is to always give them choice as mm-hmm. much choice as possible yeah but also as they're making choices the responsibility for those choices must li- lie with them as well so give your child the rope And provide them the opportunity to make their own choices, but also explain to them that the responsibility is theirs. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of like that middle ground where you're not going to have to coerce your kid to do something, right? Yeah. But um, it enables and it teaches the child that certain things are their responsibility, right? Right. And if you have responsibility and ownership of things, you cannot take things for granted anymore. That's why you cannot be spoiled by definition.
1: Right. It's like a guardrail. Yeah. (laughs) That's so interesting. Okay, that's great. And... um,
0: But you can never hurt your child by giving them too much choice. Just not enough choice.
1: Huh. Yeah, I see that. Okay and uh, is there a difference uh, in how men and women perceive world through this chakra? Uh,
0: pff, is there a difference between how men and women perceive the world through the chakra? Or maybe
1: yeah how it's open or closed for different genders?
0: Um your lower dimensional your lower chakras tend to be more collective in nature and that's less individualistic. So I would say your sacral really acts more similar in men and women for that reason. So it's not necessarily based and and dictated by who you are as an individual, but more connected to the human collective. Mm. So the sacral is very similar, how it manifests itself is very similar with both men and women. I mean, the traumas around the sacral might be different. Slightly. And the shadows might be different. But how the energy manifests itself in the body is quite the same.
1: Got it. Okay. Uh, That makes sense. And um, is there... I think that we already... uh, No, actually we spoke about uh, like qualities of this chakra. Uh, What about the shadow side of this chakra?
0: Um... There's a lot. Um, The the shadow side of the chakra is the inability to recognize yourself as a creative force. So taking away and castrating your own creativity or your sense of self-worth. Mm-hmm. That is very much a big um, big blind spot, big shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, rigidity and strict boundaries, like putting yourself in the cage instead of allowing yourself to roam free, right? Again, sacral is the energy of water. Putting yourself in a cage, creating too much structure, too much rigidity, for especially around your creative process but also around your self-expression is turning that water into ice and in and by by doing that paralyzing those frequencies those energies and the flow so cutting yourself away from that flow not being fueled by that flow denying yourself the greatness of that flow mm. Um, a poor relationship with um, femininity in yourself and others stems with, uh, stems from the shadow aspect of the chakra. So your fe- female relatives, if you have issues or if you don't accept any of your female relatives, start looking in your sacral. There is something in there that's misappropriated, misjudged, misunderstood by you. If you, I don't know, it, in any aspect of femininity, your mother, your daughter, your sister, your aunt, great-aunt, grandma, could all point to uh, some type of disbalance in the sacral. Yeah. Even your relationship to Gaia, which is a, your, your planetary mother, mm-hmm. right? Um, if, it, if that's misbalanced your creative flow your sacral is not going to be balanced Hmm. of course there's all kinds of sexual trauma a lot right like abuse and rape and all kinds of stuff goes in here um and then the the power dynamics in general because the sacral governs relationships and it governs healthy relationship and it's not to say that it's like Only loving relationships all kinds of relationships me versus other Um, the sacral um, because I mean women are very communicative Um, you know the energy of water is also the connective tissue of everything right it's what uh, you know the liquids always bring the ecosystem together so the sacral governs relationships everything from your business relationships to your friendships to your familial ties so there are a lot of shadows around relationships on this planet. And this is the dimension to practice relationships and re- relationship. is like how you relate to another, yeah. right? So, um, the inability to relate to others, understand them, understand their actions and perceive what they need in the moment. So, you know, kind of like having blind spots around what people are and their needs are or not being willing or able to meet them would be the shadow aspect of the sacral. Hmm. Emotion lives in the sacral center. So suppressing your emotions or
2: um,
0: misvalidating, disvalidating certain emotions, saying that certain emotions don't have the right to exist. Quick example. If you're a boy, don't cry. Men don't cry. That's like a quick example how society teaches men to be out of alignment with their sacral. Hmm. Right? Yeah. It is your, you know, like your very primal emotions live in the center. Like all of your desires, all of your wants, a lot of your needs live here. And a lot of them are suppressed. Right? Um, And because... Or like in business, for instance. Like as a woman in business, you cannot be like uh, emotional or whatever. You have to be intellectual. Woo. Man. That's how you get like pain in your ovaries, ladies. (laughs) And all kinds of other reproductive issues, let me tell you. Right? Yeah. Just don't mess with it. Like your emotions is not like... That's the thing. Like It's such a basic, primal aspect of you. That even if you deny... And suppress them. They don't go anywhere. They're still there. They're just become your shadow aspect and an aspect that you decide or, or like think you can push out, but you really can't. Because uh, coming into this time space reality implies that you are an emotional being, right? Mm-hmm. Everything, literally, every experience that you have, every thought that you have, every person that you meet is going to or a lot of people at least you know they're going to elicit some type of emotion or feeling from you and that is okay that is exactly why you came in the first place is to be able to work through this deep ocean of emotion and come out victorious on the other hand on the other, on the other side right so suppressing it pretending it's not real or denying yourself the simple right to feel or to want is not healthy.
1: Makes sense. It's yeah. a lot of.
0: There's a lot. It's a very charged chakra. Yeah. It's a very deep center. It goes.
1: Even though it's uh, a lower chakra, it's still pretty complex.
0: <laughs> Every chakra <laughs> is, my friend. Yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome. Okay. And um, could you please share a meditation with us that would help? people to open this chakra and I think maybe it's around the self-worth because you said it's the most um kind of messed up part
0: well let's do self-worth but I also wanted to do the balancing of emotions if Mm. that's possible because um I feel like the emotions are really really suppressed and it's actually a really really simple practice Mm -hmm. um and then we can do something about self-worth yes let's do this um so Let's balance your emotions out first, and like stop denying and 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 making ourselves wrong for these emotions. So you wanna um, actually for this one, you probably wanna sit down and close your eyes. Um, generally speaking, for a lot of the practices that we do, it doesn't really matter if you're sitting or you're laying down. Energy is energy, and I, I just want you to be comfortable. For this one, sitting down feels a little bit mm, a little bit more organic to me. So you want to um center in your sacral area Um, and you want to start you know you want to start obviously like close your eyes and start breathing Um, and you want to um, um, you want to imagine that your sacral is this pulsating sphere of bright orange light and you want to take out the two palms of your hands right Um, Right, stretch them um, in front of you, and imagine that in your hands you're holding this bowl of orange energy, and it's like a pulsating sphere. And as you're bringing your um, the palms of your hands closer and further away from one another, this center expands or contracts, expands or contracts in your in your fingers, right? And so keep expanding that center with the assistance of your hands expand expand so that it goes way outside of your body right and so the center expands and becomes this like really really big big sphere of orange light and imagine that this sphere is filled with water orange water this is beautiful water and it's very unique to you it represents your own personal emotional state and at some point as if it was um, an air balloon filled with water it becomes so heavy that it bursts and as it bursts there's so much energy right but it's a it's a calm it's a calm water um, that you want to imagine that it turns into an ocean An orange ocean right and that orange ocean kind of like floats through the lower side of your belly um, in both directions right it's a horizontal ocean so it's almost like you're standing in the orange ocean that covers the lower part of your belly and you want to explore this ocean if you want uh, because this ocean is actually very different it has different points of it you know some parts of this ocean might be nice and, and and kind of like calm and soothing and others might be experiencing a tempest or some type of tornado and that is completely okay and you just want those energies um you know you don't want to judge those energies you want to acknowledge how beautiful the entirety of this ocean is and how it's the entirety of the ocean, um, and and the fact that all of these things are present is what's making this ocean beautiful and meaningful and perfect. And then certain aspects of the ocean, sometimes like you know, there it, there are some islands within the ocean that you want to explore. But again, like take the this non-judgmental approach and just you know allow with this ocean all of your emotions to just like run free and be fully expressed because this ocean is vast and it has an unlimited capacity for self-expression so you don't need to hold to your own feelings anymore you can release and let go and certain things as you're trying to release and let go imagine how certain things are starting to bubble up to the surface All of these things that have been laying on the depth of this ocean that you were not aware of. You know, some of them look like big fish and others like algae. And then there's just, you know, all of these stuff that's coming up to the surface. The sunken treasures and these boats and oh my God, all this stuff just comes to the surface and you allow it to float how it chooses to float. It can show itself now. It is a safe space. A space of non judgment, and it's okay if it wants to come to the surface because you're ready to receive it, you no longer want to suppress that, and you want as many things as possible to come and bubble up to the surface and be raised from the depth of this orange ocean and be received by you, welcomed by you, as part of your own ecosystem. As part of your own kingdom or queendom, as part of your universe and your world, without judgment, and with as much love as possible. So that's roughly the the one um, that helps you work through the suppressed emotion and any of those things that you know you you didn't know that you didn't know that you had, mm-hmm. um, yeah. that really wanted to come little bit more front and center into your knowing um, and into your awareness
1: how often would you do this meditation like every time
0: oh it's hard to say because there's so much in your subconscious literally you can do this exercise 3000 times and there'll still be more stuff to resurface
2: <laughs>
0: so it's, it's completely up to you you should do it at least once very yeah. well and then, you know, if it feels good, and for a lot of you, it's going to feel good, especially if you especially men suppress their emotions a lot. For a lot of boys, men, it's going to feel like a very healing practice. You're going to actually start, um, you might even surprise yourself because it would start unlocking the energy in you that you didn't know that you had. Because to suppress an emotion, it requires an energy imprint. So not only is your energy being stuck because an emotion is an energy um frequency or like a pocket of energy but for it to remain suppressed you're putting more energy into it so it's like double trouble because it's double stuck energy so as stuff comes and bubbles up to the surface you might notice shifts in yourself like you know you you somehow got your energy back and especially and for women also but like especially for men this is like a really really healing exercise i recommend doing that quite often
1: hmm. that's awesome so but you basically don't have to look deep into these things that bubble up not right? necessarily so just,
0: just uh, allow them to come to your awareness them. yeah yeah just hmm. they just um take them out of your subconscious into the, the conscious state
1: hmm. that's awesome
0: and then i think you wanted um a practice around self-acceptance oh yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so um okay imagine that you're standing in front of a mirror and it's an orange mirror um, it's an orange mirror it's a very ancient mirror really beautiful Uh, It has an orange frame. And even the tint of the glass itself, of the mirror surface itself, is kind of orange. And imagine that you're looking at yourself the way you are in that mirror. And that mirror is showing you who you are today. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between, the perfect. And imagine that this mirror reflects onto you and upon you more than just your outer appearance yes obviously it reflects that what you look like but it also somehow reflects to you who you truly are within all of you your hopes your dreams your desires your accomplishments and your failures everything that you wanted uh, and were able to have as well as the things that you wanted and you couldn't have every um shortcoming of yours, every feature, every habit, every personality trait. Imagine that that is what this mirror reflects onto you. And now, imagine that right next to you, there's a female energy And this female energy is the energy of your Divine Mother. And she's crystalline in nature. And she looks like the purest of angels. And she really loves you. She always had. And she's looking and standing right next to you looking into the same mirror. But because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. The reflection that she sees in the mirror of you is very different than the one that you see of yourself so look at that mirror through her eyes look at that mirror through the eyes of your Divine Mother the one that made you the one that gave you birth and see how your reflection changes in that mirror notice that the curves of your body are starting to shift taking a very perfect shape and notice how beautiful the entirety of who you are is to her because that's how she wanted to make you and you to her a wholesome and perfect and beautiful just the way you are and she loves you unconditionally look how your reflection in that mirror is taking almost an etheric glow An angelic glow in and of itself. There is a reason why she made you this way. She wanted you to be this way. Exactly who you are. Exactly expressed in the way that you are being expressed today. Now take that reflection of you. Take that mirror image of you. And shrink it slightly. And then put that image of how your divine mother sees you her perfect child her favorite child put that imprint right in the middle of your sacral area in the middle of your orange chakra and as you place that image of who she thinks you are and who she sees you as inside of your sacral area feel how that image of you as pure perfection is intertwined with the rest of the energies of your sacral center feel how the two really join together in a perfect divine dance and notice how this beautiful warmth spreads towards the bottom areas of your body and how everything just really shifts within you Notice that the energy of your mother's love, your divine mother's love, is spreading throughout your body, into the, you know, um, into every cell, into every nook and cranny, into every corner. And notice how your perception of yourself really changes, and how it becomes closer to how your divine mother has always seen you as practically perfect in every way just exactly the way she wanted to have you
1: that's great Uh, thank you so much for sharing this meditation with us and uh, my last question is about companions are there any companions uh, for this chakra like some things that can um open it or like keep it open uh keep it active throughout the day
0: obviously the color orange wear as much of the color orange as you can um eat the orange foods um carrots sweet potatoes citruses um frankly anything even orange candy like orange uh starburst here we go yeah (laughs) orange skittles (laughs) seriously cannot go wrong with that um
1: (laughs) that simple
0: that simple yes um you might want to burn an orange candle orange candles are really really good companions um anything water like bathtubs um you know bathtubs are really really good actually especially with like essential oils and things that feel a little bit more indulgent um, are really really good companions and activators for the chakra Uh, stretching although it's not necessarily a companion but it's something that really helps especially if you're stretching your uh, lower abdominal area yoga is a great companion for the sacral dance especially tribal dance and belly dancing um moving your hips um is is really good um and moving in general because the energy of sacral is the energy of adventure and so you want to get your body moving as much as possible um aerial yoga is great although all kinds of yoga is great but aerial is um specifically um good um for the sacral mm-hmm. because it's really that like free floating and freedom and all, all of that good stuff yeah travel i mean it's not a companion but it's an activity that's highly advisable um and then any type of water sport anything that you know from swimming to um, kayaking to water polo anything i mean you name it um just like staying in the water element with water energies is exceptionally healing for this element Mm -hmm. um yeah
1: these are the main ones i mean there is always more right there, there's
0: a lot for the chakra that's why i don't know like do you idea, me, yeah do you right. want me to keep going
1: no 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 we're i think we're good we at least to just understand like what they are and then who's curious can always go deeper and find more information about that correct yeah Awesome. All right. Thank you so much for sharing this information with us today. Uh, And now I'm going to end this session.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a suggestion for a topic we should explore in the future, please email us at hello at self.co. If you resonate with our message, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this episode with your friends. The world is going to be better off for it. With much love, Maria and Sergey.